Welcome to the Achieve My Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Valentine from 100.7 Kick FM, joined in studio by Dr. Jared and Dr. Evan. Gentlemen, it's been a while. Good to see you again. Good yeah, to see it's you, Chris. Good to be back in here. So I'm excited about this. The warmer weather is upon us right now, and we're going to be talking summer shape and exercise today, right? Yeah, you know, we're getting into that time of year where uh, everyone starts thinking about beach season again. Uh, which is kind of a fleeting thought that we had such a terrible spring up in the northern part of uh, the country. It seemed like summer was never going to come, but we know that eventually will, and people are going to start getting outside and getting to the beach and uh, get exercising a little bit more. So we want to give you some tips and tricks on how you can best optimize your exercise routines and help you not only get into the best shape of your life, but help you lose weight and have more energy as well. Yeah, one of the reasons that we want to talk about exercise so much, too, is not just to look good in a mirror, but ultimately, how do we just continue to help your body function better, removing some of those toxins and some of those diseases uh, that can be actually forming and developing in our body? Uh, Some statistics that are great to learn about before we even get into it. You know, we look at it one third of our youth today is unfit to actually meet military standards. And Mm. so one third of our youth is is technically obese, and we cannot be reaching uh, what the military would consider um, you uh, being available to actually come into service. And so when we look at obesity, especially at a young age, obesity is only going to trend and it's going to get bigger and bigger, larger and larger, and create more disease and dysfunction as that child uh, ages and grows. And so things like diabetes, heart disease, and cancer are going to be more prevalent in that generation of children and those kids that are obese than what we're going to see in some of the other kids. And so it's very important that we start looking at why do we want to lose weight? Why do we keep our bodies in shape? And uh, ultimately, we call it summer shape this week. That's awesome. Do you see, I think you're probably going to dive into this, but with the uh, with the kids now, the reason that a third are unfit or considered obese, is it more of what they're putting in their body or is it just more of the lack of exercise? It is an absolute combination of both of those things. But if you look at statistics, I mean, more and more children are not getting outside. They're not playing. They're not moving. They're starting to take FIED classes away from elementary schools. They're starting to take recess away from school. So kids just sit around all day. It's like they get up, they go to the kitchen, they eat, then they go sit on a bus and then they get to school and they have to sit in their desks all day. And then they come home and they sit on the couch and they play video games or watch TV all evening until they go to bed and do it all over again the next day. Kids just do not get nearly as much movement through their bodies uh, as previous generations have. And so we want to make sure that we make it a priority, not only for kids, but for families to get out, to move their bodies. Our bodies are meant to move. If you do, if you're not moving your body, your body will not build not only the the muscle strength and uh, the gaining of the fat cells, but you also do not develop bone structure as well as you should if you're out moving and stressing your body as much as you should. And when you're not creating that bone structure at a younger age, what happens is as you grow older and get into your later years, like your 50s, 60s, and 70s, you're leading more opportunity for things like osteoporosis and weak bone structure in your body. So it's so important for kids to get up and move and exercise and be physically active at a younger age. Yeah, with kids these days, it's so important that, like Evan was saying, is that it's so important that they start to move because it helps their brain and their cognitivity. What they found on research, too, is that, you know, when kids are taking tests or kids are going through school, their cognitive decline is actually starting to increase over the last five to 10 years. And they attribute a lot of that possibly to exercise and just being able to 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 move. Um, we're seeing more depression, more anxiety because kids aren't moving today. And so there's a lot of things that comes into movement. Again, it's not just 
for the adults out there that want to get into summer shape, quote unquote, make ourselves look a little better in a mirror or whatever it may be. But it's also for your children. Your children are going to model whatever it is that you do. And so if you're exercising, guess what? Maybe your your five-year-old or your six-year-old or maybe even your 12-year-old will come and do sit-ups or do push-ups or do jumping jacks or burpees or something next to you um, as you're doing it. So they're going to model whatever it is that you're putting out there to do. So make sure you're modeling them in the right ways in order to help with their their brains and their brain development. With adults, it's it's really important that you exercise for your brain as well. It helps with your ability to recall things. It helps with your short-term memory. It helps with making quick decisions. And so, again, there's so much that goes into exercise and ultimately the right type of exercise that we're going to get into today as well. Now, when it comes to the exercise, you guys have said before, it's not about how long you work out, right? It's about working out the correct way and the most efficient way, I guess. Well, yeah, actually, if you actually uh, look at research and how people's uh, bodies change the most, it is not how long you exercise for. It's not running marathons. It's not even going to the gym for four to five hours a day. It's making sure that you get your body into a metabolic burn. And what I mean by that is when you can exercise at a high intensity for a lower duration of time, you can actually change your body's metabolism and help your body not only burn fat, but increase hormones such as testosterone, which will help build muscle and decrease things like cortisol, which helps, which is a hormone that makes your body put on fat. So working out at a higher intensity for a lower duration is actually more beneficial for your hormones. And also you don't need to go to a gym and have all this fancy expensive equipment. You can do things that are just your own body weight and it has the same beneficial effects on your body. Now, there are some benefits because there's some people out there probably are going to be hating on us for talking about just the hit, right? The high intensity <laughs> workout that we talk about and, and like totally like saying, hey, let's let's not do cardio. There are some benefits to cardio too. Let's not forget about those, right? It lowers our resting heart rate. It does things with our blood pressure. I mean, that's what the research shows. It aids in detoxification. But there's a lot of things like Dr. Evan just said that it raises your stress hormone. After a long duration, your cortisol levels are actually start to increase when you're on a, on a treadmill for like an hour a day or like half an hour to 45 minutes your cortisol levels and inflammation in your body will actually go up the longer that you exercise. Um, as you do longer cardio, it decreases testosterone. It decreases your growth, growth hormone. Um, it, it does a whole bunch of different things to actually decrease your immune system after exercise as well. And so this long duration of cardio workout is not necessarily the best idea. There are some pros to it, absolutely, but there are a lot of cons that, that tell us why we shouldn't be doing some of the, some of the, cardio, some of the cardio burn um, that a lot of people think that we got to get into, and that's what's going to help us burn the calories and ultimately the fat. Uh, but research now shows that there's a better way to burn fat in your body. That's good because I'm not a big fan of cardio. I just <laughs> running on a treadmill is so boring to me. I don't care what I'm listening to, what I'm watching. It's like it just doesn't work for me. Absolutely. You know? And you know what? For those people out there that are listening, any movement is better than no movement at all. So if all you can do is get up and go for a 30-minute walk, that's a great starting point. Get your body up. Get your body moving. Do something. And But if you want the most efficient way to exercise, if you want the best way to not only uh, have fun with it but uh, and be time efficient, but have the best metabolic transition in your body, is what we do with the HIIT training, the high intensity, low duration, like Dr. Jared was just talking about. And typically what I like to do with this, and I like to get my kids involved when we do this, is I have each one of them pick out two exercises. And so we have six exercises total, and it usually ranges from body weight things like jumping jacks, push-ups, uh, wall sits, running in place, uh, jumping rope, uh, all sorts of different things that you can just do with your body weight. But what you do is you set a timer for 20 seconds and you 
work out and do that movement as hard and as fast as you can for 20 seconds. And then when your timer goes off, you rest and you set another timer to rest for 20 seconds. And so what's happening is you get your heart rate up for those 20 seconds and then you rest for 20 seconds and you let your heart rate come back down. And then you do that again, rotating. You do each exercise three times and then you move on to the next one. Or you can go through all six of your exercises one time and then go back and start over again. But if it's 20 seconds on, 20 seconds off, 20 seconds on, 20 seconds off. And as, as long as you're getting your heart rate up and then letting it come back down, that's what actually stimulates your body to produce more of those metabolic hormones like testosterone, growth hormone, and start reducing things like cortisol. And it will help make your body into a fat burning machine. And when Dr. Evan talks about getting your heart rate up, he's not talking about just like 10 points. We're talking about exercising at 80 to 90% of your max heart rate. Okay. So in the way that you figure out your max heart rate is 220 minus your age. Okay. 220 minus your age. That's the highest you should ever be uh, when you're working out. Unless you have other heart conditions or something going on, make sure you talk to a healthcare professional before you start doing this type of workout. But make sure that you're working out at 80 to 90% of your max heart rate. That's where you should be in that in that uh, high intensity zone. When Dr. Evans talking about busting it out as best you possibly can, you should be in that that higher range. And so it's 220 minus your age times 0.8 will give you the bottom number of your workout times 0.9 will obviously give you the the uh, top end of your of your workout and so you want to make sure that you're staying in that range and then allowing your body come back to almost its resting state and then going again and then going for that time period of 30 seconds to a minute whatever it may be coming down off that off that high burn and then going back into it again and so that's the surge that dr evan is talking about um so again getting that heart rate up making sure that you're huffing and puffing you shouldn't be able to have a conversation with somebody next to you if you're working out hard enough that's another good gauge is like hey if i'm working at 80 percent of my or 90 percent of my max heart rate more than likely you and i aren't going to have a nice conversation chris <laughs> right <laughs> well, see it at the gym all the time like people just stand around talking the whole time i'm like are you guys working out here are you talking you're like <laughs> they're, they're burning calories by talking chris we're burning right. calories by talking so just out of curiosity, uh, Dr. Evan, you're talking about getting the kids involved. What are the uh, exercises that your kids like doing? Or is it always the same ones? Or um, No, they they love to make up different things. Like my son, he loves to run up and down the steps. That's his favorite one. He likes to run up and down the steps. My daughters like to do jumping jacks or um, sit-ups. We also do a lot of like push-ups or running in place or jumping rope. Um, we like to make things fun and uh we do things like we act like animals, like, okay, we're going to do a bear crawl right now, or we're going to do a the crab walk or the something. Dead bug. Yeah. So, something <laughs> like that where we act like animals and they, they always like to make fun uh, or make up something that is fun and exciting, but it's all about getting your body moving and making sure you're moving multiple areas of your body as well. So you're do, you're working on upper body, you're working on lower body, you're working on core all with these r different ranges of exercises. And the thing about the surge training is let's say you do have a an injury or a like a hurt shoulder or a hurt knee or something where you you can modify these exercises so that you're still working out your body and still moving your body just not having the weight on the, that specific area of your body. So if you have a hurt shoulder, do more running in place or jumping jacks or high knees or lunges or squats or wall sits or something like that. If let's say you have a bad knee, then do more like uh, shoulder exercises where you're moving your body, where you're doing more push-ups, you're doing more uh, bench press or pulls or rows or anything like that, that you're working more of your upper body where you can still get your heart rate up, but you're not working or causing more damage to an injured area of your body.
and all this stuff. I mean, as you put this into your life and as you continue to dive into this exercise, you're talking about that metabolic conditioning earlier. And we talked about, you know, the, the, the bad hormones, the cardiovascular health. And when you look at this, if you continue to do this over the course of two months, three months, four months, six months, whatever it is, there was a research study that showed that you would actually decrease and almost reverse nearly all the factors that you would have associated with any type of metabolic conditioning. And so as you think about exercise, think about the reason why you're exercising, not just to look good in the mirror, but ultimately what is that deeper reason of why? We've talked about why many times in a lot of our other podcasts, but figuring out what is it that's going to really make you do your exercise or make you and help you do those um, lifestyle changes uh, when it's raining out, when it's cloudy out, when stress or work or relationships get in the way. What's going to drive you through that to keep you going on, on these uh, new lifestyle changes? And that's ultimately the best thing that we can see when we start to implement five essentials into people's lives is how can we make this a lifestyle change so that you can have the better you, not only tomorrow, but in years and years to come. Now, when you make that transition and you're like, I'm going to commit to it, here's my why, do you recommend going all out right away or gradually getting into it? <laughs> there's, there's, there's some people that will definitely dive right in, right? There's probably less than 5% of the people that will dive right in. Most people are going to want to take a little bit slower because you probably will be sore. I mean, you should be sore, mm -hmm. right? If you haven't worked out in a long time, your body should hurt. It should hurt to go up or down stairs. It should hurt to walk. It should hurt to bend, right? We should feel it in our butt and down our legs or whatever it is. Our bodies should be sore. It tells you that you worked, you broke down tissue, and now your body's going to go through the rebuilding phase as well. And so, you know, start at that moderate level, whatever the body's telling you. Um, like Dr. Evan said, it's all about finding those exercises that you want to be doing that day. Look it up on the uh, on Google even, right? There's tons of HIIT uh, workout type workouts out there. Mm -hmm. They give great videos. There's all sorts of great resources and research out there now um, that will show you how to do certain body weight exercises and ultimately just incorporating that in, into your life. But ultimately, modify it to where you're at right now. I mean, like Evan said, I mean, if there's a, a hip injury or knee injury or something like that, you got to find modifications in order to do it. It's still not an excuse not to do it, but you just need to figure out other ways to do it because a lot of times we we hinder on our on our on our ailments or we hinder on our on our um, injuries or whatever it is and it and it kind of cages somebody in and say well I can't do that because of this or I can't do this because of this right and so get out of that box get out of your comfort zone find a way if you want that new life there's always a way right and I think there's probably apps now that will show you how to do these uh, hit exercises and trainings right absolutely and so some of the things that we really uh, mentioned to our patients to give them good tips to get involved is max t3 if you google that max t3 at maxliving.com that is a great program to follow if you just want to have an app to have a timer on your phone and you come up with your own exercises use the Tabata timer t-a-b-a-t-a -A -A, Tabata timer is a great app to have on your phone in order to do that there's also many you know communities out there, whether it's like communities on Facebook or communities at local gyms, where if you want to get involved, because, you know, the best thing to do to be successful is to be around like-minded people. So whether you uh, join a challenge at our office or whether you join a gym or whether you just uh, have somebody to talk to, an accountability partner to make sure that you guys are going through this together and committing to making a change in your physical health by getting out and getting your body moving together. It's going to drastically improve your chances of success. How long per workout? We're not talking like hours for doing this, the, the, the high intensity training, right? We're talking 12 to 15 minutes is the most efficient time frame to do these high intensity low duration exercises. If you can pick out six exercises, do each of them three times for 20 seconds and then take a 20 second rest in between, you're looking at a 12 minute workout and you're going to be burning 
fat for the next 24 to 36 hours after that workout. Research proves it. 12 minutes. It's like you can't make an excuse. I don't have time. 12 minutes, right? There's no excuses. <laughs> no excuses on. with this workout. He can literally do it. I mean, people spend 12 minutes at a time on Facebook. And so let's uh, let's uh, let's dig into it and let's uh, let's just be real to ourselves. Look in the mirror and, and figure out what your priorities are and what your goals are. So exercise is the first thing. Then, of course, incorporating a good chiropractic routine uh, by talking to you guys. Absolutely. You know, the five essentials are what we teach and preach in our office and exercising and getting good oxygenation to your body is just one of the core essentials. If you have any other questions about uh, the five essentials in our office, you can always reach out to us and call us at our office at 320-762-2055. You can find us at Facebook at Achieve My Wellness or on our, our website at AchieveMyWellness.com. Awesome. Great tips, guys. Dr. Jared, Dr. Evan, thank you. Thanks, Chris.